0: Hey, friend. Welcome to Houston Made, a show where I, Rusty Gates, get to talk with local, Houston-based entrepreneurs and business owners about what it's like to be in the middle of that journey and selfishly gain insights as I build my own business. In this episode, I got to sit down with my new friend, Jesse Stowers, the owner and operator of Happy Earth Compost right here in Houston. It's a curbside composting service that takes your organic and biodegradable food waste away to be professionally composted for a small monthly fee. A good friend of mine, Holly Tate, introduced me to Happy Earth last year as it was getting off the ground, and we have used their services ever since. As part of the subscription, you get up to three cubic meters of healthy compost, which is a lot, and we have used that compost in our home garden and have seen a dramatic improvement in our vegetable production. But more importantly, we have really enjoyed finding an easy way to better manage our food waste as a family. It was a really great opportunity to get a chance to sit down with Jesse, so I'm really excited to share this conversation. Conversation with you. Listen in as Jesse and I discuss the pain points that led him to start Happy Earth, the lessons learned from launching and running multiple businesses, and the direct link between entrepreneurship and self improvement. Jesse Stowers mm-hmm. with Happy Earth Compost. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the show. Um, for people who don't know, could, what's your, you know, 30 second elevator pitch of what happy earth is, what it does, and we'll bounce around from there.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, well, I mean, kind of when people ask what, what is this? Um, a lot of the times we, you know, the response is you may get this response at a farmer's market. If you see us is um, you know, we provide, we're here in case somebody wants to try to be more sustainable. So instead of throwing their food waste in the landfill, we'll, we'll haul it off and we can reuse it. Or if you just ever wanted to compost, um, you know, I've, you, we find both, we find people who have always wanted to try it in their backyards, but don't want to do it in their backyards. And we find people who are, are really trying to be more sustainable these days. So, which I yeah. think is wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
0: You provide a, a, a compost delivery mm-hmm. service, I guess is the way we would describe it.
1: Yeah. I think, um, curbside composting is what a lot of people have called it. It's kind of what we like to call it because it's literally curbside pickup. We, Mm -hmm. we give people a bucket and they fill it up with food waste and we haul that bucket off and give them a fresh one each time. So it's as simple as we can make it.
0: And then in exchange for that, as they're paying monthly subscription Mm -hmm. packages, which vary depending on how often you want to be, have your buckets picked up. But then in exchange for that, you can also get, Really great compost Mm -hmm. from y'all that
1: we we bring compost back. Yeah, absolutely, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm genuinely excited to have you you here on the show, and thank you for allowing us to be here in your home. Absolutely. Um, I have been a subscriber to Happy Earth for over a year, August, Mm -hmm. um, and loved it. As you said, I mean, I think my story is right there in line with so many others that mm-hmm. make this business a, a legitimate need for a lot of people in that mm-hmm. my wife and i we wanted to start a garden mm-hmm. had not knowing nothing about gardening yeah. Yeah. and realizing that you can't just use regular dirt and yeah. if you want to create life and uh, something really beautiful that you have to have some nutrients in that yeah. soil and yeah. so composting is a part of that and also as we have grown older uh, i think our s- story mirrors your own in how you developed all this is we had kids and mm-hmm. i started packing their lunch and realizing yeah. that i was putting oh yeah you know five ziploc bags in a three-year-old's lunch box mm-hmm. and you know half of those strawberries at the end they would come home uneaten or would one bite out of them and they yeah. we're just throwing it all in the trash can oh yeah and feeling <laughs> incredibly guilty about yeah. killing the earth
1: yeah. yeah yeah no it's a it's it's still a pain point every day like i um you know it's just going through like what we throw away and all that good stuff is, is just incredible. It's, you know, it's, I've, I don't know. I think, you know, I recently moved to a new house and we've been kind of going through all the stuff and, and trying to get rid of things. And it's like, a, you know, I don't want to just chunk it. Yeah. And, but it's, it, you know, you just have this realization that it's like, man, everything we get is like, Oh, there's plastic here. There's this, there's, you know, styrofoam. There's so many things that it's like, Oh my goodness. What, you know, how how are we going to handle this? Cause it's not, if it's not sustainable, realistically. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was, you know, you know, kind of going to how this all got started. Um, you know, I guess it was what it was back in 2020, I guess early in the year, you know, I I had been kind of going through the holidays and into Christmas. And I was like, man, we're, I had the realization we're throwing away like multiple bags of trash a day. Yeah. And it's just like, man, this is, this is terrible. and, yeah. And I had tried composting before trying to do it in my backyard and had failed at it before. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to give it a go again, tried it again. And I mean, I essentially failed at it again because a, we had too much stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we filled up our, our comp. I bought the tumbler and I was trying mm-hmm. to tumble it and it was full in like three weeks. And then am like, mm-hmm. well, okay, now what?
0: And that takes uh, time, right? You can't take just yeah. like, you don't just put it in there, tumble it a couple times. And yeah. all of a sudden now you have this beautiful, healthy compost. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, a, A process over time, Mm -hmm. a natural, I mean, I say natural, we are speeding it up by the tumbling and the aeration Mm -hmm. and all that. We are trying to speed it up a little bit, but it is a natural process that takes time, a -hmm. a chemical reaction. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, you fill it up in three weeks, and now it's like, well, you're going to continue to have more waste. Mm -hmm. So you either need Way more tumblers or yep. something yep.
1: else. Yeah, and that and that assumes you actually know what you're doing when you're doing the tumbling. If you mix it wrong, it's. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I have I have a lot of respect for people who can do it in their backyards, and and I just I I don't know if it's a time issue or if it's that sort of thing. It's just I I didn't want to give up yeah. on on it, so I was like, okay, well maybe there's something else we can do. And yeah. So you know, I figured, okay, let me figure out what how to make this work, and so I explored options, spoke to. Like the new earth is who we deliver a lot of our stuff to we found a person there that I could talk to about it. And, and they're,
0: they're like a, um, what would you call it? Like corporate, but they're a, they're, a commercial. They're a commercial
1: compost. industrial compost facility. Okay. They have facilities in, in North Houston, yeah, Katie, Katie. Conroe, yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. They're a large, larger industrial compost facility. So, um, so they can like handle a lot of this stuff They Well, they, they do handle all the stuff yeah. they bring to them, frankly. And, and so. Cause to, to be, to honestly, to make this business work, like you either have to start your own, your composting facility, which is, it's cost prohibitive, right? There's a lot of things that go into that. But was, if I could find somebody who could work with me to even take my own, cause that's how I started. It's like, well, can I take, bring this out to you? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, what if I bring a bunch of people from my neighborhoods? They're like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, and so we kind of, that's kind of where we went. Works it out and they just
0: built from there. Yeah. Yeah. I did some digging and I saw on uh, like February of last year. So that's how really young this business mm-hmm. is, which is saying something yeah. given the growth that you've had. And we'll talk about that. But like I saw a Facebook post in February of 2020 mm-hmm. that you were just putting it out there. Hey, if I was willing to take some buckets or take some compost up or yeah. take some food waste up to get it composted, who would be interested? Yeah. And you had like, i don't know 30 40 comments on there of people being like yeah i'd I'd give that a shot
1: yeah yeah i mean it it was great because it was people i knew in my neighborhood and people i didn't know and and yeah they're like yeah we'll give it a try i mean that sounds sounds great and so it was it did well i mean we had um i think 30 people do it for a a couple weeks and like this is great and so and continue to kind of promote it on the idea and then and then it, it was funny because then it kind of came down to, okay, well, now what? And my wife is like, well, if you're going to do it, you need to do it. Yeah. And then, so that's kind of when it, we really said, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to launch it and see how it goes. Um, she kind of started doing more Instagram type stuff because mm-hmm. that's certainly not my forte. <laughs> um, and it, and it, it's kind of gone from there. And yeah. so that's, it was, it's. It's been an, it's been a fun journey for sure. It's been a challenging journey. It's been yeah. there's a lot of learnings that go into it. I mean, it's the logistical challenges of setting up deliveries. Um, I mean, just respond like emails and all that good stuff alone as you add customers. It's like, yeah, man, that's like every customer you got to respond to that has a mm-hmm. question and trying to do do that timely is 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 really difficult. And and because we 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 want it to be personal, like we mm-hmm. want. We want it to be viewed as like, you know, it's family, family yeah. owned, family started. Um, and so being able to respond in a manner that,
0: you know, yeah, it feels that way. Yeah, it's communicative is,
1: and- is, is 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 difficult. So especially mm-hmm. as you grow. Um and so we you know, we've you know, there's challenges there. You know, we try not to lose touch for sure as we as we continue to add customers and um but yeah, I mean it's you know, stepping through, you know, looking back on how all that's gone, it's it's, it's been an interesting journey and I I'm, I look forward to the continued journey. That, yeah. And you know, we continue to try to improve and do things a little differently and be more efficient um, while still trying to hold on to that. ethos that feel yeah. with our customers. Because it's, I mean, this is, this is not a, like you would never view this as a, you know, huge conglomerate company, right? It's, it's, it's a, we're here to help people be better stewards of the environment mm-hmm. is how I would kind of describe yeah. what our goal is. Like you know we will help in this one factor and then hopefully it makes you start thinking about other things that you can do mm-hmm. um you know like if you've never recycled but you see this I was like oh well maybe I should recycle or you know maybe I I don't buy as many things in plastic bags or yeah. I don't do you know you maybe you change your purchasing habits um and I think people are trying and I think but mm-hmm. it's it's hard to do that it's yeah it's a big ship to steer it's, it's hard i mean it's like you know you've got kids and it's like oh well I could, you know, I've got, I've, Oh, well, do I buy single use or do I buy pre-cut apples or do I get, do I get apples whole and then cut them? Well, I don't have much time. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get those. Oh, well, those come with a plastic wrapper for each mm-hmm. one. So, well, what did I just do? You know? So it's, yeah. so it's, it's, it's balancing convenience and time with, you know, what, you know, what you feel matters. It's like, okay, well, do I spend mm-hmm. time with this or do I spend time? You know, it's, it's, Balancing time is is difficult with balancing, you know, family and kids and doing all convenience, those so all of it. Yeah, and you're, and you're yeah. aware of that, so it's yeah. That-
0: well, it's. I think it's actually a, a really uh, good segue because again, I started feeling that those kind of pangs, mm-hmm. um, and I, that was a little bit of hey, we, how can we just cut down, be a little more, I mean, to the point where, uh, within our, like faith community, I had like shared some convictions. I was like, I feel like I'm being a bad, like, I feel like this is wrong, (laughs) like the way that I'm living my life. And I need to, to make some shifts here to, we stopped using like the plastic baggies and then we moved to, Hey, here's your lunch container. We put your food in there and Mm -hmm. then we wash it out every night. And again, it's a step. Yeah. It's not there. And, um, one of the connections that I've made, which I actually have to thank you for mm-hmm. this introduction to, um, who has been a previous guest multiple times now mm-hmm. on the show, um, uh, both with her own episode and then on one of our recent round table episodes, um, is, uh, Win Ting Xia of mm-hmm. Refinement House. Yeah. And I think my first bucket that I got of happy earth came with tooth tabs and a bamboo toothbrush. Yes. And my wife was like, what? Like she was not interested. And I was like, (laughs) I'll do it. Yeah. And she, she thought it was funny. And so she filmed me trying it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And then I loved it. Yeah. So then I bought more from Ting, and now we built this relationship and I use tooth tabs every day and, you know, a bamboo toothbrush that we can recycle whenever I need to get rid of it and get Mm -hmm. a new one. And, yeah. Um, so how I mean, you've got some of those connections with eco-conscious, kind of uh, eco-friendly companies in the city. I know you've done other mm-hmm. kind of partnerships. Is that was that the farmers market or the market scene that you made those connections? Where did that come about?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it happened happened through the farmers markets, um, and then you know people reaching out on Instagram. Um, you know, they shared. I think some of my initial connections were. Through Instagram, I'm trying to recall how some of those came about. Like my initial connection with Winting was was in was on Instagram, I think, because Mm -hmm. I think somebody else had had seen our stuff and was like, "Oh, you should see this." And it was just like connections that happened that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we've made connections at the markets as well. Um, Like we work with Monica Pope. Like Mm -hmm. we pick up stuff from her place. We met her through the markets, um, Farmers Markets. So those. A lot of good connections and we get a lot of good a lot of great customers that you know they do drop offs at the markets they're there every week um every other week depending on which markets we're talking about but they you know they come back and they and they love it. I mean, it's it's amazing. They always bring a full bucket. And like, well, there you go. Like, yeah. Just I've seen them come in on their bikes and riding them in, and they ride out with their, and then they have all their other groceries and stuff they got from the market. So, mm-hmm. um so I mean, it's it's it was. I did all of those initially. Like when we first started, I was I was doing all the markets, and it was fun. You get to meet a lot of people, a lot of nice mm-hmm. people. Um, and it's just, and it, it. I guess I was, you know, talking about COVID, and when that happened, it, This was when people weren't going to stores, you know, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. So I think people were just Already. relieved to get out. Yeah. And so open air markets were, mm-hmm. were great. And so there's a lot of people there that were maybe new to markets, maybe, you know, and so it was, it was cool. It was a very, uh, it was a way to get back in touch with humanity. It felt like, cause we've yeah. been so we'd been, Oh, you got to stay in your house. You can't go out, can't do anything. Well, yeah. this was like, Kind of the, it, it, it timed up nicely with you know Happy Earth just because that's we kind of opened up and then some of that stuff started to open up. So yeah, it was a
0: yeah some, that makes sense and yeah. that you you people are already there and this was like one of the few places you could go and still yeah. interact with people. But it also not that anybody's happy that COVID happened, but also yeah. I mean like we definitely doubled down on our garden mm-hmm. and like so it was a really big deal for us yeah. to be able to have compost accessible and ready and mm-hmm. um, so. There's probably yeah you know a silver lining i guess yeah i mean i i
1: <laughs> i would I, i'll be curious to see in 10 years where we are but i i think um i don't know why maybe you know i'm sure somebody can do a study on it but it seems like it's focused people on you know things that matter mm-hmm. um what's important what's not and you know definitely family mm-hmm. you know how we how we do things, what we're, what we're doing to the earth. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think people have, are, are starting to care. And, and maybe it's just sitting at home and you're throwing all this stuff away and you're like, man, this is
0: bad. And yeah, you're, you're just, sitting with all your stuff. Yeah. And you're
1: thinking I'm here with my family. I've got, got my kids here and I'm, and I, you know, whatever it is that makes you want to change is, is important. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, I'm happy. Well, you know, recent surges and stuff have obviously kind of mm-hmm. dented the optimism, but I've, you know, I've been happy to see things opening up, and my yeah. my hope is that people don't lose sight of you know some of the things we learned and the steps we've taken yeah. during. Well, I, but I, I I I don't think we will because I think there is a a a business driver now like you've I you know I see it in people who reach out that are mm-hmm. interested in commercial service to do these sort of things so I I mean I think the momentum is starting yeah which is it's great to see and uh, you know I hope it continues uh, you know to to grow and not just happy earth but just eco conscious yeah. um the ideas know, behind behaviors yeah. yeah yeah
0: and that, it seems like it is i mean obviously every time that we as a nation and a world have gone through these major events. There are these opportunities for reflection and gathering. And, yeah. and you know, we you can never I feel like you can never grasp it entirely and like just stay in that place, nor do we really want to. Sometimes yeah. we do want to just be like, hey, okay, like now we need to breathe a little bit. Yeah. But I hope yeah, I do think that it hopefully moves the needle in that Mm -hmm. direction of, Hey, you know, we spent more and more time with our boys and we spent more time outside last year (laughs) than we ever had. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even in Houston in the heat and whatever. And, and, you know, now that we have a space that we've created outside in our backyard, it's been Mm -hmm. a big deal. And obviously what we saw in real estate this year is demand went way up Mm -hmm. and supply went way down. And so the market does what it does when it, that happens. But it really was, it was just like, people just valued having space of so like, oh, mm-hmm. being on top of each other, like sardines yeah. so that I have a quick access to this bar, like not as appealing right. as being like, well, if I can just make, I mean, obviously, um, one of our guests, Bob Sutton, uh, makes crap, like makes a simple soap where you can make craft cocktails easy at home. Hmm. Again, there's this, sim- this similar nature of like, yeah, how do we take those experiences and recreate them here yeah. in our homes? And yeah, I-, I think all of that is, um yeah, it makes sense that it's come out of that, and I do think we're going to hold on to it a little bit. Yeah. I, I want to back up to hear a little bit more about your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, So from your LinkedIn profile, uh, Rice University, mm-hmm. a bachelor in arts in economics, mm-hmm. and then a job with Chevron, like right out of the gate mm-hmm. for a long time. Is that, are you still a Chevron? I am. Yeah. That's crazy to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's insane. Because when you talk about how much yeah, yeah. you're doing with Happy Earth and I, I saw a map of your customer base, I think in October of last mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm. it was like 450 or something yeah. people. And it was yeah. all over. It was really cool to see like my little star for yeah. my yeah. address I was like, yeah. I, there I am. There's a couple people around me, but not so many that I, um, but managing the logistics of delivery, mm-hmm. I'm assuming multiple trucks. Yes. Multiple we we have building. four
1: four vans now.
0: Four right. vans. And it's the whole some are they all branded and wrapped now?
1: No. We married. we have one that's branded and wrapped, yeah. and we are getting the other to half wrapped, okay. partially wrapped. Yeah. Right. So, but so you've got you got four, three, four
0: vehicles me. that you are navigating to go around the city yes. every day of the week? I'm every assuming.
1: day pretty much. Yeah. Every our th- our key our main our main days are Monday through Thursday, but we yeah. also run Friday commercials and, and any other new customers, whatever we need to plug in there. Yeah, so, so
0: you've got onboarding. You've also got supply chains because mm-hmm. you've got buckets. Yep. You've got biodegradable bags. Yep. Um, if the, You've got the little buckets. Yeah. So you've got all of these things and you have a like a full-time job?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Do you
1: sleep? Um, sometimes I, on Thursdays. Not much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so I've, um, I mean, recent, like, so I have an operations person now okay. she's doing, you know, I've, she started, she actually started with us in the markets Great. and then she's kind of taken on more mm-hmm. and I've been handing her more and more stuff just mm-hmm. because it's, you know, I find that if I'm running it and I'm trying to do the other thing, it's, it's difficult to keep up mm-hmm. quality. Right. And so, It's got, it was to the point where I had to hand it off a lot of it. So, but that's been recent because I've always wanted to have my control over it. Cause when you, if you don't control it, it's hard to control all the quality and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, but no, I, I have somebody who's running operations. I still see a lot of it and I'm still checking on most of it, but, uh, and then this is a recent development. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff I was doing, planning routes, Customer re- responses at night, like kids go to bed, and I'm doing it at night. And yeah,
0: I mean planning routes. I mean, like you have the list of address, you're entering them into Google, and like no, there's op- optimizations, we, there's, there's, an there's app. systems
1: for it. Yeah, yeah, we have an app we okay. use. That's uh, <laughs> I mean, it's called it's called Circuit. It's a yep. good, it's a nice little app. And so, um so yeah, it, it does the optimizations for us. You nice. put in, you know, it, it's so. Yeah, I learned uh and 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 this is like small business one on one. It's mm-hmm. like. As you grow, you, you only have so much time and you're like, okay, this is, I can't continue. Like initially when I had a hundred customers, I was typing a hundred addresses in and trying to figure out how to optimize them. Like this isn't going to work. And so, you know, finding the solutions as you go, um, cause it's not like you can spend a lot of money and say, okay, you team go figure this out. That was the team. And Mm -hmm. I had my guys working for me, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, solving problems as you go, realizing inefficiencies and hopefully not making too many people frustrated with you because you have those <laughs> inefficiencies um, sure as you grow, but keeping in touch with customers efficiently is, is incredibly hard. Yeah. Cause it's, um, you know, we get, you know, 50, 60, a hundred emails a day, depending on what's going on. It's like, That's okay, crazy. my, my biggest, um, goal is to keep customers happy. You know, I don't, yeah. cause you know, it's a, it's a customer, customer oriented business. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if we make a mistake, I'll, you know, my goal is to fix it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's been, but I guess backing up to your point, it's, yeah, it's, I don't, I haven't slept much. I'm getting a little bit more sleep, but not much more yet. Um, we're, you know, we're working to be, mm-hmm. get to the point where we can effectively and efficiently do all of our stuff just because it's with the growth and with, you know, it's been, it's been a challenge. For, yeah. It's a good challenge, but yeah. it's been a challenge. It is.
0: I imagine like it's. You, so you've been with Chevron for 15 ish years.
1: Yeah, 2000, when I graduated, 05? 2005. So since mm-hmm.
0: then, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so sometime moved into various roles. Mm-hmm. Seemed like they're all kind of like analyst style roles. Yes. So you're, you're uh, interpreting data and mm-hmm. making decisions and yeah. offering recommendations. I. I One of the things I really, this is just a personal passion, interest, I don't know, hobby, Mm -hmm. is I am blown away by the fact that you can do anything in this world. And it's not that I can do anything Mm -hmm. because I have my limitations, but that there are just infinite jobs. like Mm -hmm. There are infinite roles and new ones coming up being developed every day. And so uh, there are some kind of meme... um, Sounds and reels and TikToks of, you know, if it specifically started around actors where it's like, well, when I tell people what I do, I tell them I'm an accountant because nobody asks follow up questions right. if you're an accountant. yeah I'm the person who asks follow up questions of an accountant <laughs> because I go, I know I could never be an accountant, but that's a world yeah. and it's interesting and mm-hmm. there's yeah. stuff to dig into. So, what the world of an analyst mm-hmm. in that world, what is that like well, in a nutshell?
1: Well, I mean, I, it's, uh, in a nutshell what I it's project economics. Okay. Um like a decision analyst is one of is my technical role. Mm-hmm. Uh we help try to make good quality decisions. Um, Crunch that's, the numbers. that's it. I mean it's yeah. and and what are the risks, what are the uncertainties? A do I feel good about making this decision? And then am I ready to make the decision? Yeah. So there's there's different components of mm-hmm. it. But. What
0: a skill set to yeah. have for an entrepreneur. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, out of all of it, mm-hmm. it's so many of the conversations that I have with other entrepreneurs, who are like solo entrepreneurs, you know, like me, the real estate agent mm-hmm. as an individual agent, um, there are definitely sounding boards that I can go to to get some feedback. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, I'm sitting there trying to do that mm-hmm. without enough data, without yeah. Yeah. without enough experience to yeah. know. And so I, I'm just making these decisions. Well, I guess I'll do this now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I presume that this podcast will be a good decision that I have to like my, my decision, uh, defense is usually a defense that I have to present to my wife to Mm -hmm. say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do with my time now. And here's why I think it'll work.
1: Right. Well, so that's, that's decision. That's decision analysis right there. You, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you buy a house, you buy a car. Well, why am I going to buy this car? Why am I, am I willing to spend that? What are the benefits? What, why do I want to do this? and, And honestly, it's, it's kind of interesting doing the entrepreneurial thing. A lot of the times it feels like you're making decisions so fast. You don't really have the opportunity to appropriately frame up the decision and understand what you're trying to do. It's like, Oh, well, that happened. So how am I going to fix this? And Mm -hmm. if you could take a step back from it and be like, okay, wait, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times you don't necessarily have time to do those things. You should make time to do them, but. Yeah. And I've, I've got some, you know, we do, we have lessons learned. I've, I've got lessons learned from, well, that wasn't the right choice or, you know, that was the wrong direction to go. And, you know, and you, you, course, correct, you fix it. those yeah. sort of things, but, but yeah, it's a lot of trial and error
0: on some of these things. So, well, and I, you know, I, I I've never really thought about it this way until this conversation, but I think that I've, Used entrepreneurship as an excuse for Mm self-improvement right because um you know i played a lot of video games for a long time i told you that when we moved to houston i spent three months playing call of duty and Mm -hmm. that was not an exaggeration that was eight hours a day while jess was at work yeah i was working (laughs) on my my kd ratio and uh and i knew even then i was like should be looking for a job or mm-hmm. I should be reading a book or working out or uh, any a laundry list of things that would be better uses of my time yeah. than that and i and I'm not anti video game I'm not anti leisure uh, but i I personally always felt drawn to doing something more meaningful with mm-hmm. my time, but I could never find the motivation to move in that direction mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship did that for me yeah is that it was oh yeah, I can play video games or I could work on my podcast, or mm-hmm. I could work on some social media graphics, or I could reach out to leads, or I could mm-hmm. answer the emails that people are waiting to hear back on. Yeah. And th- those things have made me, um, I think, a happier and healthier person. Yeah. Who gets less sleep? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Well,
1: I mean, if it's something that you find meaning and value in, that's that's mm-hmm. it, right? I mean, the games are games are fun. I I'm, mm-hmm. don't I'm, I played Halo for hours and hours back in school. I'd be like, okay. I'm just going to play for an hour and it'd be like seven o'clock. I'd look up, it's two in the morning. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I guess I'll do the homework in the morning. Uh-huh. Like, it's, uh, so yeah, I, I, video games love video games. My, my kids are learning video games and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, can't play all day. Yeah. Uh, Got to go outside. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's finding, finding meaning is in the stuff you're doing is important, right? It's, uh, And that's hard to do. I mean, it's like, cause you, like you mentioned, you, you got to find something, put food on the table for your, your kids, family, that you got to take care of them first. And Mm -hmm. if you're not happy in what you're doing there, you know, it's, there may not be another option. Um, you know, cause you kind of get to where you're at and you're like, okay, can't really switch now. So how am I going to do this? But, um, yeah, but then, I mean, ultimately, if you find something you, you're passionate about, then, then you, you know, maybe you can make it happen. Yeah. I yeah. would touch base with your wife first. On yeah. It, but, um,
0: but yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. She, she certainly has been a good sounding board yeah. and and sometimes, you know, her pushback and my determination in spite of that has been a really good litmus test as mm-hmm. well to say, Hey, I get, you don't see the value mm-hmm. of this, but I really, really believe yeah. in it. And you're going to have to trust me. And she has yeah. been really great about that. So that's good. Very grateful. Yeah.
1: My, my, And the reason I I made the check with your wife is because I kind of started this without really saying, hey, are you okay with this? Yeah. Um, Because I started kind of toying around with the idea and doing Mm -hmm. the testing. And then she's like, so I I noticed you're doing all this stuff. So what's your plan here?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I was just, I wanted to see, you You know, I think it's, I think this could be a good business. She's like, well, after she waited a little while and was mad at me, but not (laughs) mad. Not mad because I've, I've, I've ventured into other things previously before this and, um, which we can chat about in a second. It's yeah. kind of interesting stuff, but, um, and so I'd had that track record. Mm-hmm. Of, okay. You tried that, that, that wasn't so good. You've done this one. It's doing okay. And you're doing another one. And I'm like, yeah, uh, sorry. Like, yeah. not sorry. sorry it's awkward yeah, yeah. but yeah, but I, this one's the one, this one I, I, and so I, fortunately she didn't completely shut me down on it. She's like, okay, well it's, if you're going to do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And she's mostly supportive when it's running well.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure.
1: Um, I mean, she gets the importance of it. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, we've got three kids. She has, she works for Methodist. Um, she's a orthospine surgeon, but she also has a side gig as well. <laughs> no big uh, deal. So, and, and hers probably does hers. Well, I can tell you this hers does way better than mine does okay. at this point. Um, yeah. just because it's like, she does like, Cosmetics type stuff, like Mm -hmm. Botox stuff. Oh yeah, um,
0: but she she's kind of just recognizing, like, all right, here we go again, and and (laughs) gearing up for it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, and like it's a part of the decision yeah. analysis. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: well, and it's funny because she's like, well, if I ran this, it would be, it'd be doing so much better. I was like, well, why don't you help me? She's like, no, no. <laughs> that's, yeah. so.
0: that's, that's really funny. I yeah. have absolutely told my wife that we would make so much more money if she would like come help with the real estate yeah. business because yeah. she would provide so much of the organization and structure. That, yes. yeah, Like to, to come around my, yeah. uh, my personality yeah yeah and uh but you know she's like no yeah mine's (laughs) like okay
1: mine she's so much more she's like i don't know how you do what you're doing you're you're not the most organized person she's like i would have this 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 and that i'm like it's a good idea yeah that's a good idea (laughs) i say i I, it's funny i just i uh i bought a planner the other day i tried you know and Mm -hmm. it's a paper planner because i like write stuff down on paper and then i'm like how would that sheet go yeah and so i'm like okay finally adopting a planner mm-hmm. um I, how old am i now 30 38 i think is my i forget the i yeah for, it blends i quit together. keeping yeah. counting a while ago but and i'm like okay i can finally buy a planner and start using a planner so yeah. I, I you know it's been helpful today i've been able to knock out some stuff so there we uh, go so um but yeah it's um it's amazing and learning the learnings i've had from her and stuff and mm-hmm. um she, cause she, she often will tell me she, I'm, that I'm like the dumbest smart person. She knows, she's like, you, you're, you're really smart, but you're not always that smart. Sometimes that humility, like, that it really,
0: that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah. Keep you, keep you grounded yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so you mentioned, uh, the, the previous endeavors. I I have often asked a lot of the other guests, you know, did you want to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, or did you just have a need, you know, and going into this conversation at first, Uh, I thought, oh, okay, you saw a need. You're, Mm -hmm. you're doing Chevron for a long Mm -hmm. time. You saw a need and you started a business. Mm -hmm. But then I found, uh, renew my power and the list app. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes.
1: Renew my Power is, is is still going. It's out there.
0: Yeah, um, the you, list. So renew renew my power is your. Uh, it, it is algorithm based energy sales. So historical energy data. We're going to get you a better rate and yeah. save you money on your electric bill.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really just yeah. Can helping people find a good power plan. Yeah, um, which is it's not the hardest thing to do. It's you know it's just it takes time mm-hmm. and and it's as we experienced in February, there's a lot of angst about that, yeah. you know, and then yeah. oh, what am I signing up for here and that? And it's, and so we, we, we help people kind of find that. Um, and that's still um, going. That was still, still going. You
0: started yeah. that 2018.
1: Sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so,
0: uh, 2018, that's still going and it, that's a business mm-hmm. that exists and is providing it service.
1: It's providing service. Um, and we continue to slowly grow. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly not massive, mm-hmm. um, but it works. You know,
0: You've got a small team
1: that's, I got a small, I got a couple of guys who came in on with, with me and I've got a small offshore team that handles a lot of stuff. So I've one, one guy, a buddy of mine, I met a guy that he's worked with helps with a lot of that, um. He has background in developing apps and developing, you know, that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff, IT, digital stuff. So, which, you know, he's a... Good. It's a good good person to know when it comes to that sort of
0: stuff. So yeah. Um, so and you, and what was the genesis of all that? Just you had the opportunity to jump into it, and
1: honestly, the it's funny, but I mean, because there's there's big competitors out there who do, mm-hmm. do similar stuff, and I and I didn't even realize they were out there, and that's just that's probably where some <laughs> DA would have helped. Yeah. Um. But just looking at, I one day looked at my power bill. Mm-hmm. And was just looking at it. I was like, man, this thing's gotten ridiculous. It's, mm-hmm. it was like 600 bucks. It's, I'm like, that's surely that's not right. Mm-hmm. And so I started reading over it. I was like, okay, I'm paying this. And I was like, okay, well, what can I get? And then I went and looked online at some of the different options and I was like, man, I'm paying like double. And so I kind of figured up over the last six years, cause I basically had signed up with like Reliant. Yeah and hadn't done anything with it i hadn't mm-hmm. renewed or anything i just let it flow oh, yeah and so guess what it went from whatever it started out as probably 12 cents to it was at 20 cents kilowatt oh my gosh. so yeah you know re- going rates now are you know 10 9 i've haven't i have not i do not look at it as closely i've got my team handling yeah. on it yeah. but yeah. right now it's a little higher because uh, uh natural gas prices have come mm-hmm. up some but mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean that's that's the that's, and I was their ideal customer, right? That's, that's how those guys make a fortune. Yeah. On they're it. like, cool. Yeah. That's fine. Mean, you sign up. Yeah. We'll just turn let on you, the lights. Yeah. We're going to put you on a floating, floating price and you're going to pay double what it costs. And that's let us know when
0: you have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And so that's, that's kind of where that started. I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, so I reached out to friends and I was like, oh, this is not hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I just built up a customer base and on my own. And yeah. then, Got to a point where I couldn't handle the emails that what I was getting from people, you know, because yeah. we were trying to, you know, provide a good service. Added them in and passed it off and not passed it off. I still, I still am involved in it, yeah. like when certain things come up. But, uh, but yeah, I have a, a group that handles it and try to provide good service. Um, not try. I, I, as far as i can tell we're still providing yeah a good level that's the of intention service. you the intend intention. and that's you work yeah. towards yeah and 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 i do you know if somebody has any you know i just, you know, they're like, "Oh, well we need to handle this or address mm-hmm. this but for the most part it's straightforward and there's and i think we still do a pretty good job of finding good, good rights for people so yeah um, so yeah that. i mean i, I totally me.
0: get that i you know it's uh, at least gary keller i started with keller williams I'm no mm-hmm. longer there now i'm at a boutique brokerage, but Gary's whole like their whole vision, the whole million dollar real estate agent. The whole premise is you build the thing based off of obviously your name, your service, you train other people to do the same. Mm-hmm. You get to the point where you're now just own the thing yeah. and you sell it. Yeah. And then you make you right off into the sunset with your bag of money. And yeah. <laughs> that's that's how the whole book kinda goes. And he goes, you don't always have to go all the way there. You can mm-hmm. stop here if that's where you're happy. But yeah, I understand that yeah, you build a thing and you know that's not what you want to do other things again. I want to do everything Yeah, <laughs> hear The yeah. podcast and doing real estate, doing video and yeah. a yeah. little bit of everything. So, yeah. okay. The, the other one I found, and you may be another one that I don't know about, but the list app, I'm, yeah. this is, I'm really fascinated about.
1: Yeah. This was the one that I probably get the most heat from the wife on. And it was a, um, so I like wine, I yeah. really like wine. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, uh, like trying to figure out what I'm buying when I go to the store is, um, is you don't you never know what you're going to get. Yep, yep. Um, and and I know there are apps out there that, you know, you can read about them and stuff. But mm-hmm. the the idea that I had here was, okay, well, if we can develop an app that will, A, the, the general premise was like, okay, I look at a menu. Here's my choices. Okay, what do I want? I want something that tastes like this. Well, I don't necessarily get that mm-hmm. on all menus. Some of the menus now have it. You'll see yeah. it. I'm um, like, oh, this, is this, this, and that. Well, if you had something that you could find out on any menu, that's 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 wonderful. That's mm-hmm. what I want to drink. And then, coupled with the premise of okay, if I'm a I'm at home, I want to go out. Mm-hmm. I want you know I'm, I'm looking for a certain type of thing. Oh, there's something like this in my neighborhood. I'll go there. Yeah. Um. And so it's kind of that premise that it was built on. Um. And then on the flip side, you you'd get the the locations to sign up, they'd put their information on, they'd pay you a small fee to be on there. And then they could market directly to customers and mm-hmm. say, Oh, well, we have a special, tonight, or we have this or yeah,
0: that. Hey, come get yeah this yeah. this specific bottle. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so that was the, that was, that was the premise behind it. We developed some of the stuff, but, um, you know, data entry is, that's a lot of data to gather. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I end up with that thing? I think I, we hired somebody to do, to build a um, prototype and yeah. basically spent spent a little bit of money and got to the point where he's like, okay, I, I thought I could do this, but I can't. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, and now that I'm saying this, I completely forgot about all this stuff. So it's
0: <laughs> D- digging up old ones. Yeah.
1: I, I might have to, I, I would not bring this up with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. she'd be like, Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. So we, we had hired somebody who was a developer to try to develop some mm-hmm. stuff. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I can do all that and this. And it costs this much. I'm like, Okay, great. Let's, yeah. let's do it. That seems reasonable. Awesome. And then we can get some people on board. I mean, I've got, I've got the prototype somewhere. I had it on my phone, but I mean, it was basically if you were, you know, you'd open it up. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're me and I, I want to go out that night, I could go and see, okay. I'm here, I want something within five miles. I want wine i'm I'm you know, or I want beer or I want whatever yeah. it is. Do they have any specials happening tonight? Oh cool, I'll go there,
0: yeah, um yeah,
1: and that was that was the, that was kind of the idea behind it, so you could
0: see what was on the menu you could yeah. see yeah, yeah. that's yeah. What, yeah, so I mean, and, and it, it kind of just stalled and well
1: it yeah it was we got that was pretty much where it stalled is mm-hmm. when um the guy's like, yeah, I can't do this, and so it was like. Okay, well, what can I, I took it and ha- was going to say, okay, I got, I've, I've met another person who could do it. Um, he's like, oh, well, we pretty much have to start over because what he did was not good. Oh my god! And gosh. I'm like, oh man. Um, so that was, that was kind of the end of that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's lessons learned, I guess that was, that was a, that was a challenging one. Um, I mean, I thought it was a cool idea, but it was very much like I was going and meeting with, uh different locations to say, hey, we're, we're developing this. Is this something you'd be interested in doing? Um, you know, you could be on here you can market to your neighbors. Yeah. A lot of people were interested in yeah. it, it just executing it was a, yeah. was a challenge. And I think learning like, you know, trying to do too many things mm-hmm. initially can create challenges. Yeah. Um, apps are challenging in, in general, right? Because if you build one, somebody's probably going to copy it, um, or do something very similar. Um, and there were other competitors out there, and then, and then I guess if if let's say it actually got off the ground, and then COVID came along, then nobody's going to a bar oh anyway, gosh. so yeah. uh,
0: we could have pivoted. You could yeah. have gone like, here's all the places with delivery. Yeah, here's, exactly. They'll deliver to I you. I mean, we, I mean, we drank gallons <laughs> of margaritas, pre-made margaritas from Escalantes. Nice, nice. <laughs> when when they first, it was a celebration that we yeah. could just take it away. And the funny thing is that they would. De- liver it it wasn't in like drink containers it was in like these like pint size plastic containers that they would put like beans and sides in yeah and they just like filled it up with margaritas and put it on yeah back yeah. then we would have been like who else, who yeah. else has... <laughs> yeah we're just surviving here we're, yeah. we've been at home with our kids for, for yes we you need know something 12 but... weeks and yeah when they
1: started running the uh who was it i forget which company that was um but they basically had a food truck, a booze mm-hmm. boost truck. They drove around and sold, you know, they're like, we'll be in the neighborhood on this day. And so pre-order now. I and mean, then you can pre-order and then come bring it to you. Yeah. Just, that was cool.
0: Well, and I that's think innovation. That's, yeah. And I think that, you know, you mentioned with, I think when you were talking about Renew My Power, uh, a little bit of the naivety getting into that field to be like, oh, there are a lot of but you didn't know. And that naivety kind of let you mm-hmm. get into it. Yeah. And it's, it, I think it does feel like there's that balancing act. of yeah. You need enough naivety to like mm-hmm. get you into the game, Yeah, but not so much that you don't know what game you're getting into. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that might've been some of the difference between the list app and renew my power, because yeah. I've similarly like, I've got this idea for an app and mm-hmm. talk to a couple buddies who have they've been a part of like tech crunch Mm -hmm. and really successful things. And they're like, you don't want to do this. Yeah. And they would like walk me through it. And it's really hard to just talk me out of an idea. Yeah. And then they did. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. That's a world that's beyond my,
1: well, you need, you need some money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, it depends on the app, right? Sure. The idea you need, um, you need somebody that knows how to do that stuff, working Mm -hmm. with you. Um, Like, and that's the guy I've got, one of the guys I got working with me now doing Renew My Power, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what if I want to do this for, um, you know, Happy Earth? I want to have a better tracking system, a better mm-hmm. optimization system, a better customer setup. He's like, yeah. okay, well, that requires this and this and requires some money. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, that's something we're working on to, it's A, for drivers, B, for customers. Like, hey, you know, right now you guys get emails, right? Um, yeah. And when we're coming, well, we want to have more – we want to have an app where you can see it. And then we also want to, we want to, we're going to start, we want to start weighing everything. So you can look on your thing and see, okay, Oh, well, you know, how much have I actually diverted? Oh, oh well, yeah, that's cool. You've diverted to this point, like, you know, call it, you know, a thousand pounds. You know, I, I weighed my buckets the other day cause I do it too. Right. Um, and I had two buckets, 20 pounds each. Um, you know, so we're 20, 23 pounds each. Um, sure. cause they're full. And so that's 20 pounds of waste in a week. Oh, well, 40 pounds for both 20 yeah. pounds per bucket. Like, you know, and so if you, if you can see the impact you're having, it's, it's probably another. Yeah, a little motivator and you can make a yeah. game
0: out of it and you can add badges and yeah, you can do yeah. like a social element. And, yeah. And yet yeah, the other, just even the notification, I, I know I've missed a bucket a couple of times yeah. because the email kind of came yeah. and I didn't see it. And yeah. I was like, i've run out i've run after trucks before yeah <laughs> in my front yeah. yard here's a bucket yeah <laughs> no 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 take it
1: please <laughs> <laughs> i don't want it not yeah. need to sit here another day so yeah i mean we're you know those are things we're we're trying to add to the service we're yeah. not trying we will i mean yeah. it'll probably be hopefully the end of the year when it's all ready to go but we we expect to have like a new customer you know setup customer what's the word i'm looking for interface it's not retention it's wait cust- i mean it's it's about customer retention making people you know, just re yeah. reemphasizing the impacts, reemphasize making it easier on customers. Um and then on the back end. Like and you know, and our website's kinda clunky. Um and so making the website better. I mean, we wanna have well, I don't we won't give away all the new stuff. Sure. But sure there's sure. some there's some other things we wanna add that I think will be cool yeah. that I think people will like. Um uh, And, you know, as we get more interest from commercial customers, weighing the stuff, understanding the impacts Mm -hmm. are important. So we're, we will, that, that is all coming very soon. So we're trying to continue to improve the service. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I've, you know, and that's one of the, the reason I think the weighing is important is I, I do feel like, you know, cause some, I I think some people it's helpful to see the impact, Mm -hmm. um, and understand it cause you don't see it. You take the bucket off and it's gone. Right. Um. Cause I had one person who was like, I don't, I don't really understand. Like, I don't feel like this is having an impact. It's like, oh my well, gosh! if you're filling up a bucket every week, um, or even every two weeks or, or whatever it is, that's, you know, that's 20 pounds of stuff that it's 20 pounds. I mean, it's a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. you know, over and over and over again. Um, I mean, it's an impact, right? If, if we're picking up 700 buckets, 800 buckets a week, yeah, you know, that's that's a lot. Right. So, well, and,
0: and then and this is harder to communicate it to, to someone like that, to that skeptic. But, you know, that food waste otherwise is, you know, it's now becoming great rich compost, which mm-hmm. is likely going to be used to yeah. produce more positive, like, uh, life plants that mm-hmm. are going to help yeah. with emissions and help with the, right. the atmosphere and all of that versus, well, you go through it in a trash can and it's going to end up in a food, like in a landfill and yeah. it's not going to have the same benefit. Yeah.
1: It it's takes just, longer to break down. It breaks down with, you have a lot more of greenhouse gas type mm-hmm. emissions, you know, methane emissions, stuff that stuff that you don't, you, you can completely avoid. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the, that's, that's the, the, that's the hardest realization of it is like, It's, you can easily avoid this, but it's really, I'm coming back to just trying to fully appreciate the things that I'm doing myself. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it that I can do differently? Um,
0: I wonder when you were graduating, you're getting this job first time. Okay. mm -hmm. You're in the world. It worked out Mm -hmm. right for a lot of people. It doesn't play out that way. Mm -hmm. I mean what would your younger self think of you now is this where you thought you would be or did you have a different picture in your mind of what you're going to you know at, in your your <laughs> mid 30s that you were going to be
1: mm-hmm. championing uh eco-conscious living No, I would not have pictured myself here. I don't I don't really have a good sense. I you know it's so I came out of school and then I I went to work and I, you know, didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then slowly kind of progressed for several years, you know, and then, you know, I met my wife probably should have figured out earlier what I wanted to do, but it yeah. was, it was, I think the drive was there to, to provide more for the family. You yeah, know, There was a point where I was like, okay, I want to go get my MBA. When got my MBA, um, and did it through the, the, uh, a school. Um, a maze down over here at City Center. Yeah. I, that way, I guess. Um, not that, you know. So um, but that was that was eye opening in itself. Just mm. um lots of reflection around, you know, not I don't want to say like meaning of life, but meaning of what is it that I want to do? What is it mm. the why? The yeah. I mean, yeah. how can I be a better everything? Cause they, I mean that was one of the big things about it is they really make you think about okay. You need to, to be successful in a lot of things, you need to be confident mm-hmm. in, in your abilities. You need to, A, understand your skills, understand what you're good at, what you're not good at, and then use those, use that knowledge to make yourself a better person and a yeah. better, and it's not just in a better employer, better, better at making money, but it's just, you know, contribute. And so that's kind of where I started getting into the entrepreneur stuff because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty smart. I can do some of these things. Yeah. And I, you know, some of the classes we had were on like digital, digital, um, digital strategies and Mm -hmm. that stuff. So that's where some of the digital stuff, the app and even the, um, renew my power was all digital type stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, so you, you take those two things, you combine it with, um, a realization that I have three kids, we're throwing out multi bags of trash a day and there's, there's millions of us that are probably doing the same thing that this is not going to work. Yeah. That's kind of how I landed there. And that's kind of where we're at now. and being more successful here, I would hope we could contribute more to improving okay what's the next ability? what's the next way we can make it easier for people to mm-hmm. be better stewards and I would say doing research and looking around there's so many people so many other countries are so much better at it than yeah. us. Um, mm-hmm. I saw something interesting i don't was it Germany? There's one of the countries they have bottle collection machines like plastic mm-hmm. bottles where you get a deposit back. And so people take those, put them back in and they get a credit. They get yeah. money for it. So it's just like I,
0: I did that. If, if we talk about entrepreneurial uh, things, that actually was my first hustle. Was yeah. In the fifth grade, <laughs> we were living in um, Cedar Falls, Iowa, mm-hmm. a little college town up there in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm surrounded by corn and they in Iowa had recycling incentives and so you could get the deposits. Yeah. So I, you know, I was living with my mom in a small apartment and she worked really long retail hours, but, Right across this, we lived, our apartments were right across the street from the mall where Mm -hmm. she worked. And then there was a movie theater and a grocery store, all in this same little shopping area. Mm -hmm. And I would just go around our apartment complex and just pick up cans and bottles and like just put them in bags. And I'd take them to the Kroger. I'd get like five bucks and I'd go to the mall. And then I realized uh, like, that there was a demand for silly putty in my elementary (laughs) school. And I I think I also inflated that demand by just bringing, because I started collecting silly putty yeah. so other kids would want silly putty and i was yeah. like well yeah i could get you some nice and so i'd nice. Like, be like yeah just give me five bucks and i'll you know, get <laughs> you know it was like 350 i'd keep my extra dollar 50 yeah. and, and that awesome. was it but it was started with like collecting cans and yeah. being able to be like hey i need did you $5. have one of those uh, can crushers uh they didn't require them but no. i think they i i knew people that had them yeah but the kroger would just like let me walk. i don't know maybe they were just I taking you, pity on this like Yep, Eight-year-old kid.
1: That was one of the. That's an interesting device. You know, they had like you mm-hmm. could pull it down and crush it. Whereas in reality, you could probably just put it on the ground and stomp yeah. on it. Like, so it's yeah. so, anyway. Um, they sold a need, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. they were like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to step you on it step it's on, step the on the ground. It hurt your foot or something. Hurt your foot. Yeah. it's a liability. Look, and it's <laughs> booming. It's a nice, real, satisfying, perfect round. Yep. You're not yep. going to miss. Um, well, as as we get all into this, uh, any advice? I mean, you've done a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You are you know, you're working a full-time job and you've got these things and you're also looking towards the future to continue to make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, if what, whether it was advice to your younger self or to somebody listening who hears this, be like, yeah, I want to do that yeah. kind of stuff. What, what would you encourage people for? Um,
1: well, I mean, a, a couple of things I would, I would say is make sure whatever you're doing, if, if you family, family supportive of it, because it's really hard to do things if they're not supportive of it. Um, get their buy-in, um, make sure it's something you want to do, mm-hmm. um, do it because you, you know, it's, you're passionate about it. If mm-hmm. you're don't do it to make money or don't do it mm-hmm. to, um, I, yeah, I mean, frankly, that's, you know, I mean, it's nice to make money. I think yeah. you, you, I think ultimately that is, that's a motive that a lot of people have. And, you know, obviously you've, if you're striving to do something, you want it to be successful in some form mm-hmm. or fashion. Um, you know, my, my motives for happy earth or environment and just, you know, you, you want it to be something successful. Um, so yeah, I mean, be passionate about what you're doing because it's, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Um, there's going to be, you're not going to sleep much, um, Mm -hmm. when you're doing, if you're, if you're driving it yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, frankly, when you, if things get frustrating or you, you need a moment, like don't just take a step back, Mm -hmm. you know, take a break for a minute, remind yourself why you're doing it and, and then, and then just attack it again. You know, if you go to bed, if you're frustrated on something, don't, don't let it just be like, okay, got to step back because Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have those days where things are hard and, you know, there's it's, if it's, if it's worth doing it's, you know, it's, you'll keep doing it. And if you have somebody you like, who's Mm -hmm. a good employee, try to keep them. Yeah. Pay them well, (laughs) pay them well. Yeah. Cause you, you know, those are, those are things you can't, those are hard to replace. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: I, I think it's all fantastic advice and I, I definitely, I think the one that resonated with me most, uh, is encouraging to me is the, the take a step back idea of mm-hmm. like when things get challenging and, um, it, it's been a weird year for real estate and I have had, uh, I, I've been really fortunate in my career. I've, you know, had most of my deals close on time and maybe a day nice. or, you know, a day or two late. Yeah. You know It's a, I had three in a row that like all closed over a week later. And at various points, all three of them were like, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And for, you know, just like for a week, I just walked around with a pit in my stomach and short of breath and just being like, how am I going to fix this? With not always a whole lot of control. Mm -hmm. And it just came back to that of like, take a breath, take take a breath, step back, like realize what I can control like what I can't yeah. let go of that yeah. and Absolutely. trust that it'll, it'll be okay. You yeah. know, and that's
1: yeah. That's actually a really good one is you can only, you can't control everything. So control what you can and yeah. the rest will
0: fall into place yeah. one way or another. Way or the
1: other, It's going to happen. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, man, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time here. Um, whether it is renew my power, people need some good energy, find yeah. it online. I think it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. And yeah, then, it's out there. Um, absolutely happy earth we will push people your way and encourage yeah, them do, to yeah. take part of this really great service which i've have taken part of any e for a year and yeah uh, yeah so thanks man
1: thanks yeah absolutely no thank you for
0: having me I, this is fun I, I i love it and anytime i'll come on and chat so sweet thanks man mm-hmm. A huge thank you to Jesse and to you for listening to this episode of Houston Made. It was a real delight to get to sit down with Jesse and hear more about how he's built this business that has become such a big part of my family's daily rhythms and has given us a chance to take steps towards being better stewards of the world. If you've wanted to try composting but you don't have the space or the time or you just don't want to deal with the mess, check out Happy Earth online at happyearthcompost.com and go follow them on Instagram at happyearthcompost. My guests don't pay me to be on this show, nor do I get anything from them when they are part of this show. I just really love this service, and I think they're meeting a great need, so take that for what it's worth. If this is your first time listening to Houston Made, I'd absolutely recommend that you go check out some of our other episodes with guests from all kinds of industries, ranging from photographers to ice sculptors, cocktail mix makers, to student mentors. If you're interested in connecting further, you can find me on Instagram at Rusty J Gates or the show at Houston Made Podcast. I'd love to hear about your projects, your small businesses, whatever it is that you're working to get off the ground. Houston Made is hosted by me, Rusty Gates, produced and edited in collaboration with Luke Bronner. Our artwork was designed by Stephanie Leal and Sarah Alwegfi in collaboration with Mac Ryan Creative. Credit for our theme music goes to old friends, new friends. Houston Made is glad to be a part of the Milieu Media neighborhood of podcasts and storytellers. We are people who care deeply about human connection, and in our neighborhood, we find that connection by hearing and appreciating one another's stories and by sharing our own. To find more shows made by amazing storytellers from all kinds of backgrounds, visit MilieuMedia.com.